It's time again for the TCU Food Bank's Taking Care of You podcast. I'm your host, Spud McConnell, and we're going to talk about how you can help feed the hungry and the homeless down in South Louisiana. So let's chew the fat, huh? Now make la vie, as the Cajuns say on the TCU Food Bank's Taking Care of You podcast. And uh, this is round two of my conversation with Sheriff uh, Tim Saunier here in uh, Terrebonne Parish. And of course, we're talking about storm prep and storm. This, this, uh, this podcast will focus on coming back. We touched on it before uh, about returning to the parish and what your deputies are doing out there. And we talked about looters and the last time you, how many did you catch last time? Oh, 30 something. 30 something looters. And uh, yeah, and they had a lot of people come down and go, oh, you need to treat them like this. And, <laughs> our jail was wiped out yeah and uh like we, we got some pretty good damage from the jail and uh we had uh we set up through eoc to get some connex boxes and we we're able to hold them there temporarily to the judge can see them and we can ship the guys out so we you know again that's preparations yeah with our office that we have to prepare in case something happens to our infrastructure we have to have a plan b and we had a plan b and we utilized plan b and i mean you know our headquarters everything we experienced there I mean our headquarters was damaged and we were pretty much operating out of our motor pool which became the headquarters logistics because we lost a third of the roof there but we were able to continue Mm -hmm. the function but I mean coming back you know it's important that people understand one once the roads are clear we're going to get you back as quick as possible I will always give direction the best time to come back Um, anytime you still got a lot of power outages. There's no lights and all. It's always going to probably be a during the day thing that I'll let you, you know, come back in the parish early. At night, I'm, I have officers all over the place. We're swarming around. If there's an officer pass, we're going to stop you to find out. But again, it's not to harass the good people. That's to make sure people don't have with the evil Yeah, you intentions. don't know everybody. But that's to make sure people with the evil intentions and wanting to drive around and look for a place to loot. Yeah. So we can minimize movement at night. It makes it easier for us to protect people's property. Of course, I want to get them back as quick as possible. When the roads are clear enough, I get them back. But more importantly, at night, if they decide they want to leave, leave before it gets dark. Yeah. And then come back. What What are your, and do you have, or should you even have, plans to clear the roads? Because I know in the last storm, y'all did a bunch of stuff that really is above and beyond but i mean whose job is it to clear the roads i have we partner my my guys we have five tons we have chainsaws and we partner very closely with the fire departments and uh, my guys know we got to get down those bayous and we have to get down those areas heavy hit to make sure i can get emergency vehicles and it's safe enough to get emergency vehicles and 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 i, I mean i guess that's why you're looking at the dynamics of our vehicles you see more suvs i'm going to trucks because even Hurricane Ida, we was really restricted. Sedans, like what you see the normal sedans for uh, yeah. police vehicles, that may work in a city, but with our area, with the drainage and the, the body yeah. region, trucks and SUVs are the best vehicles because certain areas, sedans, were, we couldn't even utilize. Are you going to do those things where they uh, uh, extend the gas pipe up so you can go through that much deeper water? Oh, you water? talking about like a fording stack? Yeah. Uh, our high water vehicles do have a fording stack for crazy worst case scenario, but I mean our trucks are elevated, the intakes are well elevated yeah. on, on our vehicles so we can function where you see a lot of problems like that with uh, 
like a small like a like a charger or a crown vic i mean you got you got two or three foot of water yeah they ain't and you move it and that water splashes that intake it's over with yeah i didn't know and this but a bmw a lot of them have an air intake yeah, underneath yeah, the engine that's not, you go through six I mean, inches I of water you're not going anywhere. that's engineered that ain't gonna work too but that's well. not your job though to clear the roads but you do it anyway well we do it anyway because it's important for me to get my people where the people need help okay we can't get to them we can't get to them if the roads are blocked. People are calling for help. We got to be able to get to them. And even though mandatory evacuation or evacuation may have been called, not everybody evacuates. So it's important for us to get these lanes cleared, get them cleared as quick as possible. Main reason, the people that stayed back that may have evil intentions of loot, I want to be able to get there so we can provide adequate uh, force out there to deal with that and get the areas clear as quick as possible. And you know, he said, normal security. Normal security is the homeowner. It's the homeowner. So, the more people you got back in their homes, the less the better off. You, I mean, get... I'm there trying to make sure nobody's meddling. Yeah. And if I see somebody meddling around stuff, we're checking. Oh, it's, oh, he, you live here. Okay. But if they don't live here, now what the heck are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, we're really aggressively trying to protect people's property. And if you got a legitimate reason and you can say it, and especially you can pick up a phone and call the owner of the house and go, yeah, that's my nephew right. or and that's my friend. Oh, we can verify or we can document. Okay, yeah. if you're saying that, okay, it looks like you're trying to fix the place or check it on the place. Okay, we can document. But if something turns up, we got a name, we figured out who it is. But we owe that to our people to protect them while they're gone and they need to know that because that to me that's important this is another reason why people don't like to evacuate they're concerned of what they work so hard for yeah but you're making a comment there you know uh, a while back okay uh people were not allowed back in after a certain storm um who makes the call then? i mean can you you make the call for the parents going i'm opening up the parish i make that decision and i will make that decision and i promise that to the people when those roads are safe and clear enough for our community to get back, I'm opening the doors. I ain't gonna lock this parish down. The quicker I can get out there and get my guys to clear the roads, then I can make a determination, well, we don't have a lot of lights. It's dark. Probably nine mm -hmm. times out of 10, if we get hit, it's gonna be, the parish is gonna be open up during the day to come back. And come back and stay if you want. And like I said before, bring Plenty of supplies, don't expect a lot of logistics. Be self-sustaining, you know what? I can go there and stay there for two or three days. I got enough food, I got enough water. We're gonna go out there, we're gonna rough it for three days, we're gonna get our house in order. Yeah. And you know, in two or three days, we might have to leave because there's not a lot of resources. We might go on down the road a couple hours, get some stuff, take a shower, regroup, and come back. Yeah, but you can also leave people or something. Let me ask you, how many, uh, what condition is the parish in after Ida? What kind of return of businesses or I mean how many how many little groceries so I see you know a couple of stores that are passing and going how come this place hasn't opened yet I don't know maybe they're arguing on insurance why they're not open it's not part of the question how much of the parish is still not open to your knowledge um I think a lot of your big stuff is back up and running I mean for the most part I think a lot of your little smaller stores you're seeing some of them still getting online uh, but I will say this overall, I mean, you go to other parishes that's got been devastated like Kalkashu, uh, we're far head and shoulders past yeah. on what they experienced a year prior to Ida. 
I mean, I think they had two storms back. Yeah, two storms back to back. Yeah. And they got hit pretty well, but we have moved past. I mean, there was blue tarps everywhere, and you still see them. Yeah. On the roofs, but you see them less and less every day. And you know, my motto with the storm and telling the community, like every day, we got to put effort to make it a little bit better. So we're about seventy-five percent. You think uh, up and running? Maybe. Maybe. No, that's a you little high of a guess. For me to, to make that guess, I mean, everybody has their struggles and everybody's, I can say everybody, I'm, my home is not 100%. Yeah. Our office is not 100%. But you know what? We're functioning. We're, we're providing services. We're not slacking on what we're doing out there. We, mm-hmm. we haven't missed a beat providing what's expected of us by our people. Well, speaking of that, because we're running up on the end of this segment... But let's talk about, uh, God, I, I have so many things I want to talk to you about, but let's talk about what you said, this building, you, your offices are not back 100%. You're, you had to ship prisoners out, you had inmates out because your jail system. Are you now going to redo your jail system and our make jail, it up to a Cat 3 or well, a Cat 4? Our, our, our jail system's back up and running, so we got those guys back. I think working with the parish, looking at a newer facility, and probably coming up north with a new jail eventually and I think that's where everybody's sights are and even in the beginning with you know after the storm of the parish president I said I understand we need to get this jail fixed and we got to become functional but once we get to that point we really need to shift our focus and eyes on a new facility and that doesn't mean we might have to do this two or three times because this could take years to build a new one yeah so we might be looking at this having this conversation next year where we have to but somehow or another we have to get it functional and shift gears to a newer facility because it's just becoming, I mean, it's becoming really antiquated a lot. Yeah. And there's been a lot of issues. But it's not like one of them old WPA buildings that no, are like three no. feet thick concrete no, type it, of deal. But, you know, there's just a lot of things and, and it's, it's been a lot of problems. But, I mean, that's what we need to work towards. All right. We're going to step away for a second and come back and pick up getting back in after uh, another storm. Uh, talking to Tim Sonia, the sheriff of Terrebonne Parish. Y'all stick around. Coming right back at you. Spot here, you scrimped, you saved, and now you've finally been able to buy your own home. Hooray! Congratulations, you're skipping down the path to the American dream. But you're not done yet. No, you need to skip on over to ABC Title and celebrate there by updating your driver's license and registration with your new address. ABC Title is scary fast, faster even than that cop will be when he writes you up for out-of-date info on your license. And Lord help you when he runs your plate. Save yourself a bunch of grief you don't need. Just go to abctitle.com to find out more. Uh-oh, that doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222 and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the Home Team advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Spud here, the scary fast folks at ABC Title have returned to St. Charles Parish. They at 100 Melanie Street in Boutique, just down from the hardware store. Get all your car title business taken care of scary fast. Go to abctitle.com for directions and more. And we're back, talking to Sheriff Tim Sonier here about uh, coming back into the parish. We spoke uh, about 
you know, opening, when you're going to open it up, what are your parameters for opening? I think it's pretty clear and pretty common sense. Somebody comes in, they want to go back to their house. You've opened it up. You got a curfew going on from dawn to dusk mm-hmm. or dusk to dawn, I should say. And, uh, and that is for people's safety because the roads aren't necessarily that safe to travel. And, and, and that's exactly right. Cause even Ida, I opened up the parish back up and there was still telephone poles on the roadways. And I mean, some of it was marked, some of it wasn't. At dark, you're not going to see it. During the day, you will. So, mm-hmm. like I say, cautious. But, I, you know, on, under those conditions, I have to make a decision. Well, first of all, we're Americans. We're free. And I do not want to hold our people no quicker than I have to. But I'm going to ask things of them, like come back during the day because there's still some unsafe areas. Yeah. But you can safely get your vehicle, your truck, on the road, but you know what? You might find yourself in the other lane because there's a telephone pull down. But, but I t- want to get them back to their homes as quick as possible. But you made a comment before about, uh, okay, come in during the day and leave. Yeah. At the end. But if somebody has brought with them the necessary stuff that they mm-hmm. want, they want to stay, they got a generator, they got water and food, and they want to stay at night. They could. But what happens if they run across one of these looter things well, that we're talking about? if they run across, about? they have the means to call us, flag us down. We have officers all over the place. Um, if they can avoid conflict, do that. Call us if they can. If phone lines are working or whatever, call us. If not, be a good witness. You get a license plate number or whatever. We, we can investigate. A lot of times, these, a lot of these guys that are doing this, we have ways of finding out who it is, especially if they got license numbers, and they just be a good mm-hmm. witness. Try to avoid contact because you don't know what these people are capable of. I know, well, they're capable of evil because they're stealing people's property under a, a bad situation. So I don't put them on a, a level of, of, of churchgoers on Sunday school. Yeah. So I'm not going to tolerate that kind of stuff, and that's really why I have to send a strong message. But, but the most important part is that people know we're here. We're here to protect them. And we want them here back as quick as well. We I mean, can that's back. the biggest way to protect the area is to actually have the it's, most homeowners back who are capable you know, when, of when, taking when, care when, of themselves. When you, with the law under emergency circumstances where looting comes into effect, is when normal security is not present. And what's that, normal security? Normal security is the homeowner. Regular. The homeowner's home. He's home to protect his home. If somebody's shaking a door on a homeowner tonight, they're likely to call us. That's the normal security in place. If nobody's there and people know they're not there, well, you know what? Here's an opportunity for me to go break in that homeowner's house or go minging around and shit, see what I can take. Mm-hmm. And that's where when it's normal security not in effect or declare a state of emergency, where normal security is, this is where it kind of fits into the statute of looting. And so though, those conditions, the the people, or should I say evil people, know this, and they try to use that to exploit people that have to leave because of a, a bad situation. And we have to have that ability to protect the people. Now you said you you got your your your, uh, your deputies are out patrolling. I mean they're out there with their with their bubble gum lights lit uh, up all over the place. A, I got them out in lights, and I have I have other technologies that I have in the air that I can pick a looter out from, from the air, and I got guys on the ground that's working with them, and, and we had very good success of uh, picking up a lot of looters. Because, I mean, obviously we do have some technology that does that helps us yeah. with that. And you know what? I have to give a lot of 
props to our people because they really out there and they really want to protect the people's property because you know what their property's out there too their families out there their loved ones and they really trying to put that effort to stop this kind of stuff and send a strong message because you know these strong messages during these times may deter a little bit because we're not going to play around this is not another paris this is not new orleans this is not that we absolutely will not tolerate those things i will not tolerate and i will exhaust a lot of resources to make sure it doesn't happen because our people deserve better than that. Do you put that word out? I mean, oh, not, I well, not, not that there's like a looters network or something, but well, you know. I, you know, the last storm when the looters realized we weren't joking and the judges were holding court out of a Connex box because they were seeing the judge face to face at the door and he's putting million dollar bonds and sending them away. And they realized, oh, they're not playing around here. No, we're not playing around here. And I think with the inflation up, we might be a little more than a million if, if we have to deal with another storm. How many, uh, how many of these people who were arrested last year have been dealt with, adjudicated, uh, and are on the way out? Some of them are still locked up as we speak, but uh, some of them have been dealt with, and uh, I mean, the judges seem they pretty hard on them in dealing with these issues, and, mm -hmm. and I think it's important. I mean, that's just really something low when getting hit down to your knees and somebody just wants to kick you. And with the storm, that's the same thing. I mean, people, people are devastated, and you got somebody going to go there and kick you some more. That's that's Not just, here. That's a little, and I'm, I have to, I owe it to the people, and I vow to protect our people that way, and I'm going to put a lot of resources out, and I think we've proven that from last year's storm and even previous close calls. I go on a 50-50 rotation from my detectives to even corrections. We use minimal corrections, and we go to a 50-50 watch. In other words, 12 on, 12 off, and the masses are out there hitting those streets and protecting people's property. And, and, and a very high profile thing. You're not trying to sneak and, and around. Look, I'm not trying to be sneaky. We're not trying to be sneaky. We make it obvious we're going to make it difficult. But in the meantime, we're trying to get roads cleared. We're trying to do these things to get our people back so, so yeah. they can start getting back to a normal way of life. What do you tell people who, who I mean, when they say call in and, and there's somebody, somebody's poking around or, you know, I see somebody across the street at my neighbors. I mean, you don't really encourage people to go check that out themselves. But if they don't have the ability to call you like the phone lines are down their phone is dead vehicle, license plate number whatever they can make up. anything they can get anything they can get and i mean you know what i don't have a pen and paper to write it down i can't remember well if you can zoom your phone in to snap a picture anything could be helpful if it's legible that we can use mm -hmm. i mean i mean use some of the technology that may be at your fingertips yeah. and, and 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 assist us with it because look the success of law enforcement it's a group effort by the good people of the parish that help us get there. Mm -hmm. And during the storm, people reported things that they saw and we were able to get out there and get those things taken care of because of the massive amount of officers we had. But at the same time, um, yeah, we're out there readily, quick to respond anywhere. And I mean, it's not, no, I mean, normally we have about 12, 18 officers out there on the street a day today, like a normal day. They're at 100 something. You know, and they're everywhere. You got that many out? Oh, I'd have. How many people you got? Well, I have uh, 300 officers. Well, 300 sworn in my, in my, in my office. But uh, when it comes to enforcement and corrections, the enforcement and corrections and a lot of my other, like, bonds and fines and all that, there's a lot of sworn officers there, but they're doing administrative duties. But guess what happens during the storm? That shifts. Everybody's out. Everybody's, Everybody's on, a road deputy. Even if I have to double up in a vehicle, we're going to partner 
and we're going to get out there. The more eyes I can get out there, the better. And do and you do that? Do you put one in a car always, too, when you do I'll all put like one that? or two in a vehicle a lot of times. Sometimes just yeah. one, sometimes just two, um, depending on the vehicles. But there's a lot of unmarked, detective cars, anything that I get out there that we can put eyes on, we get people out there, we're doing it. I mean, all our vehicles are equipped with lights, but I mean, but we... Yeah, we, but we that's a lot of people. But th that's a lot of people, but you can't... I mean, you don't have enough people for folks to call up and go, hey, will you make a run by my house and go check it out? Well, Not unless you get some kind of report or my alarm went off or something like that, right? Well, yeah, well, we might still be answering alarms, anything that's going to go out, but we're in droves. But, I mean, when you look, I mean, you go down any one of the bayous during a storm. If you're going down the bayou, you're probably going to pass six cars, six police cars coming out, and you probably have one or two following you, going your direction, because it's really swarming the area. They're swarming all of the areas of the parish where there's a strong presence in there. They're constantly, especially the hard-hit areas where, you know what, Maybe the north end of the parish wasn't that bad, mm -hmm. but the south end of the parish was really hammered. You know, their houses, I mean, they're yeah, still so. there, but they're not. And we have to adjust those numbers in protecting the areas that need it the most at the time. All right. All right. Well, that's it for this segment here. We got one more uh, to talk about here with uh, Sheriff Tim Sonier. So uh, we'll see you next time. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of parish coffee and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish Coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Spot here. You scrimped, you saved, and now you've finally been able to buy your own home. Hooray! Congratulations, you're skipping down the path to the American dream. But you're not done yet. No, you need to skip on over to ABC Title and celebrate there by updating your driver's license and registration with your new address. ABC Title is scary fast, faster even than that cop will be when he writes you up for out-of-date info on your license. And Lord help you when he runs your plate. Save yourself a bunch of grief you don't need. Just go to abctitle.com to find out more.